Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to AFL Nation for Tyre Power, your matchday favourites for Tyre Safety and for Maccas, the Australiano made with McCafe coffee, chai and native Australian wattle seed. Jordan Nellis with you. Ash Brown and Mick Barlow are with us in the pre-game ahead of the Tigers and the Eagles here from the MCG. Uh, a little later on, it'll be the Giants and Hawthorne and then Fremantle and Port Adelaide will be with us. Uh, will be our final game for broadcast later this afternoon. We're just waiting for uh, Adam Kingsley to join us in the pre-game. He'll be with us in a matter of moments as the Tigers are running out of the race and coming onto the ground for their warm-up ahead of this match at the MCG. Um, before the break, we just gave uh, Nick Natanui a brief mention, Mick Barlow, but uh, I think he had just the one week in the Waffles. Mm-hmm. That's uh, adequate recovery time for uh, for a man who's been out for a uh, for what two or three months now. One uh, one showing in the Waffle for two goals, 26 hit-outs and 17 possessions. Um, he's one that I think you put in there, you parcel up uh, once he's done enough, get him off and get him back into the AFL, of which they've done, and he adds a huge dynamic to, to what they do. Is It's been a big missing leak, uh, link of their game this year is the ability to win centre bounce and, and um, you know give their midfielders first use. So guys that have been in there haven't been used to that lack of dominance around contests. So he goes back in today, which I think is tremendous. And uh, you know, I think West Coast are a sneaky chance today. You reckon? I do. I do. I, I just. I, I, yeah, I, I think they'll be competitive. There, absolutely. And there's a there's a bit on the other side of the fence with, with Richmond. They're up and going, and um, yeah, their their best we know is is absolutely breathtaking, and and they could take um, the competition away again this year. But they have shown this year that they've they've had that capacity to, to drop away and, and have large chunks um, where they're, they're not going so well. So uh, yeah, West Coast will be. Smarting after a really poor first half, the year, no availability, but they'll look around the locker rooms pre-game today and, and see Nick Natanui, um, Jack Darling's 250th. There's enough there uh, to suggest they should be really competitive today. Let's head into the Tigers camp now on our pre-game show on AFL Nation. Jordan Canellas with you, Ash Brown and Mick Barlow uh, here in the pre-game. And uh, we spoke to Jared Schofield before. Now time to get a word on the Tigers with their assistant coach, Adam Kingsley, who's with us down on the boundary. Uh, good afternoon, Adam. How's things? Yeah, well, thanks. How are you? We're well, we're well. What's good. the fallout been after the... Uh, you've been in good form. Six of the last eight games have been wins for you, but yep. last week against Geelong, a close game, one of the games of the season. What was the primary uh, the primary theme that you took away from last week's match? Uh, well, look, we were really pleased with our effort, and Geelong are obviously top-quality team, sitting second on the ladder, I think they are. So, um, you know, we, we were really pleased with our effort. There were a few things that we could have done uh, towards the end of that game that would have helped us um, but as I said Geelong are a good quality team I think six of our last eight games we've won and we've lost one of the, uh, we've lost two of them by a goal and three points so um, you know we're, we're pretty confident and, and happy with how we're going um, but certainly aware that uh, the West Coast team of today is certainly a different one than we uh, faced in round seven earlier this year so um, you know they're going to present some um, some new challenges to us Adam Ash Brown here um some ridiculous stat about Kane Lambert when he plays, you win. Why, okay. why is he so important? What's he's the a good player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, point A. Point, why is he so important? Why, why um, are you a better team with him? The oh, there's a couple of reasons. He, as I, I joke about him being a good player, but he's a very good player in terms of his ability to get from contest to contest, which 
you know, we hear time and time again, you know, post-clearance contested possession, the most important stat in the game, and, and he's elite at being able to show up at contest to contest to contest because of his running power. The next part of it is his ability to understand the game plan, the people around him, and to communicate and instruct, and he's absolutely elite, probably the best that I've ever coached in that, in that um, aspect of being able to help his teammates being in the right place at the right time and then being able to use them when uh, when we win the win the footy and or if we don't win the footy instructing them where they need to um, need to go and you know he's um, you know he's battling some some hip issues and has been for probably the last 12 12 months um, but he's working his way through it he's, he's a, an elite preparer um, and uh, you know that, that's that's the reason why his longevity is is, is as it is he's um, you know, got a couple of real strengths that really help us be a good team. Adam Mick Barlow, good luck today. Uh, quick question around Liam Baker. I don't want to talk contracts about Liam Baker because I think okay. that, that's been covered covered off enough, but I love the way he plays. He's fast becoming one of my favourites in, in the competition. And during the week I read that um, you know, he epitomises the, the Richmond man, of which we hear a lot about. What is it about Liam Baker um, that you guys love so much on and off the field? Well, on the field, he just plays hard, tough, uh, tries his heart out, and he's so clean. When that ball's on the ground, I don't think I don't think he's a cleaner player. He's attacking that footy to um, to really take it with one take and then use his teammates around him, whether either with a kick or with his hands. Um, so that you know, I think that's his absolute strength. Um, he, he's courageous. Um, you know, I've heard him. I'd have heard him called the hardest tryer in the AFL, and. You know, he certainly plays to the last minute, which we ask our players to do. And, you know, off the field, he's, he's, he's pretty relaxed. He's, he's a bit of a lovable larrikin, you know, as you described those type of people. And, you know, nothing's ever too serious, but uh, but he certainly works hard and prepares really well. And you've got a couple now in, in the side, don't you, in terms of, well, Liam Baker, I think last week there was times where he's forward, back, and then he's straight in the middle when, when the game was up up for grab, grabs. Shane Edwards has been that, that guy... Um, you know, across his career, but he's been more a permanent forward this year. So you've got sa- samples and case studies within your own environment. Do, do you utilise those those case studies for these emerging guys? Yeah, certainly. I mean, that, that's that's a real strength of the players that we bring in is their versatility, and certainly credit to, to Damien around wanting to, to trial and make sure that they have a few strings to their boat. Um, you know, that's certainly something we do at VFL level, asking players to play different roles. And sometimes that comprom- compromises our performance and it compromises their performance individually at times. But in the long run, it, it certainly helps us when they, they shift up to the AFL level and for whatever reason things happen or we're not playing well and, and we can ask guys to, to shift into different roles and their understanding is really strong. And, and I think there's numerous occasions, you know, Camden McIntosh is probably the the famous one within our, our footy club, you know, goes back in 2019, um, misses the grand final, but really played the year as a half-back, something which was foreign to him. Um, comes back into the team, plays wing all 2020, and then come grand final day, Nick Vloston gets knocked out. Well, Camden McIntosh, you've done it for half a year playing twos, come back and play a role for us at half-back, and he did it really well. So, you know, they're the kind of moments that you need versatility in your team, um, and so far it's been uh, been really strong for us. Adam, off the back of that, expand, uh, elaborate and expand a bit then to what's happening right now with the midfields yep. and I guess just a, a few uh, a few numbers short maybe with uh, Trent Cotton's shoulder injury, yep. Dion Prestia out with concussion. So you've got 
only really in the in the squad today. I think maybe three recognised sort of central or you know centre bounce midfielders in yes. um, in Jack Graham, uh, Ross, and then Jaden Short, who's been moved in there this season. But yeah. the the, uh, the explain the process of how you get guys rotating through midfield and. and how you try to, um, I guess, make up the numbers in midfield. Yeah, that's right. And you've got to sort of plug the gaps as they appear. And, you know, not having Dion or Trent out there, it opens up opportunities for other guys. So but you'll, you'll see Bakes play a, a lot of midfield time today, um, certainly from the start. Uh, you know, so, so we're going to utilise him there. Um, we'll have Shay and Dustin play through the midfield as well. Shane Edwards is capable, as we know. So we've got plenty of cover. It's going to be sort of a collective effort rather than sort of three or four people carrying the whole load. And... Um, you know, we've been able to do that in the past and certainly mid-game last week or the last couple of weeks, Bates has gone into the midfield or, you know, and had a real impact for us. So, um, you know, that, that's how we'll start. And then as the game unfolds, we'll make the uh, make the adjustments as we need. Uh, Adam, slightly left field question here. Watching your games on the telly recently, see a lot of Dimmer standing back in the box or standing yep. at the back of the room. Yep. Has, has the structure changed the way he's managing the box? Is he more of a a manager of the soccer style and letting you guys do the actual coaching during game. Now, I'm interested in the dynamics of what's going on in there. Yeah, no, it still runs the same. He's just standing instead of sitting. Um, you know, he's overseeing the game, making suggestions, uh, you know, talking about what he's seeing as are each of the line coaches within their areas and then making suggestions around what we need to do or, you know, to fix things or, or what we're expecting to happen, you know, in the future, uh, how a West Coast going to readjust. So he's basically managing each of us up there and, and gathering all the ideas and then making a, a decision. But he certainly um, it empowers us as line coaches to make decisions on our area if we're strong on it. And, you know, we're, we're each, you know, responsible for that area. So he's got full trust in us. So, you know, so that, that's basically how it runs upstairs. And it's a one big discussion for, for two hours or however long the game lasts. Yeah. And, Sometimes there's a bit of yelling. Sometimes it's, um, you know, quite relaxed. <laughs> yeah, he was pacing around a lot last week. Is he an anxious coach? Um, yeah, he can be. I think, I, you know, the theory around it is he, he feels like he's more engaged when he's standing um, and, and more into the game. So I, I just think that's a, a personal thing for him to to do that. You know, you'll see some guys sit on the sit on the bench. Some guys will sit upstairs and Dimmer just prefers to stand. So... Um, you know, it just comes down to a personal thing. A little insight into body language. Uh, Adam yeah. Kingsley, thank you very much for joining us in the pregame. Good luck today. No worries, guys. Thanks a lot. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.